Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. The Zimbabwe elections, uh, that has just uh, taken place. And we wanted to try and get some form of understanding about that. Dr. Alexandra Rusero is a political analyst. A very, very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Good morning to you, and how are you also doing? We are okay here. So it is great to hear. Um, we are doing well, uh, but uh, trying to keep an eye on what is happening in Zimbabwe. Uh, the, can you give us a sense of how the election has gone, what, uh, what is likely to follow, given the elements of distrust, given the concerns around the elections? Thank you very much. Um, what happened is that Zimbabwe went for the polls on the 23rd of August. But in some instances, the polls had a false start because of uh, certain missing elections, uh, paraphernalia, uh, which the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission could not provide in time for certain political um uh, voting booths. So at the end of the day, you, the, the election had to be extended uh, in those areas that were affected. So when the vote was now announced, the presidential, because that's where the people are usually mostly are fixated, mm-hmm. it uh, produced a result where President Emerson Mnangagwa, the incumbent, was declared winner. Uh, with some 52% of the votes. And uh, his rival, Nelson Chamisa, of uh, the Citizen Coalition of Ch- for Change, Triple uh, C, being declared uh, the second and loser in this election with some 44%. So this, this has invited a lot of debates, uh, both locally, regionally, and internationally. Firstly, with the regional uh, board election, uh, monitoring observation uh, mission of SADIC, uh, headed by uh, a, a Botswanian uh, diplomat, uh, Mr. Mumba, who then proclaimed that, no, this election fell far short of the standard guidelines on the uh, conduct of uh, democratic, uh, free and fair elections. Mm, mm. And you might be aware that SADIC had to amend or revisit these guidelines uh, sometime in 2021. And Zimbabwe itself, being a founding state of SADC, as well as Zimbabwe being also a founding member of SADC, uh, people in the region look forward to Zimbabwe to set pace to be exemplary in as much. Right. Yeah, so I'm saying Zimbabwe, there is a lot of responsibilities mm, mm. because Zimbabwe is a founding member of both the SADC with the double C and this one. And people would always assume these are the countries that should be at the fore to safeguard jealously the principles of SADC. Right. So the statement by Mr. Mumba touched the storm. It was not received well in Zimbabwe precisely by ZANPF party, which also responded uh, through some some press conference, uh, and this has degenerated into some form of hostile uh, diplomatic simmering tensions now slowly manifesting 
where Zimbabwe is actually close to, to tell Sadiq off, but they have tactfully done so by saying, no, uh, in terms of uh, an observer mission is now overstepping its mandate in as much as uh, the dictates of sovereignty, dictates of uh, uh, territorial integrity are concerned. Right. But by and large, elections are about uh, best practices. You benchmark them on best practices. And one of that best practice is to invite uh, observer missions, independent mm. observer mm. missions. So the problem starts when an independent observer mission, which you invite, give you an opinion which you do not like. <laughs> then you start yeah, invoking all those issues of uh, independence, sovereignty. So you can it be an observer so as long. Uh, so you can be an observer as long as you tell us what we want to hear. That's that's the problem that some of us in Zimbabwe, as much as we are sympathetic to the nationalistic cause. That birthed Zimbabwe. Mm. We are against a narrative which seeks to say I am right all the time and you are wrong. I fought a war to bring this country. Therefore, you cannot tell me what to do or what, what not to do. Mm. Because ZANU-PF should actually be the first country to be conscious about how fundamental, how important voting is because they fought a war precisely because of For the right to so, vote that was denied to Zimbabweans. So, uh, so what's likely to, so what's likely, what's the mood like in, on the streets of Zimbabwe? Are people, uh, are people accepting some that, that this election is, uh, you know, is, is just the way it is? Are people just that tired of Trying to fight against the uh, the corruption or perceived corruption. What, what what is the mood like on the streets of Zimbabwe? No, uh, in Zimbabwe it's business as usual. But unfortunately, you know, uh, it is very very strange uh, that an election has got winners, but also the winners are not even celebrating their victory. Hmm. Um, it's, 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 it's very uncommon to see those who should be celebrating and jubilating not doing so. Because you would expect that if an election pronouncement has been made, people will make noise in the streets in celebration. So the, this did not take so it's place. That's been very and muted. Speaks, That's interesting. It speaks to, mm. to what people were expecting versus what they then uh, got. Very, very interesting. We do, we do unfortunately need to leave it there, but, uh, that was Dr. Alexandra Rusero as a political analyst talking to us from Zimbabwe.